What's up, everybody? This is the Easy Podcast. Nope. <laughs> I have a catchphrase now that I have to say, and That's it is right. What's up, filmmakers goers, and moviegoers? Movie <laughs> what? No. That's wrong. All right. We're going to get this right. What's up, filmmakers, filmmakers and movie... <sighs> every week. I have to put up this as every week. I have to edit this out every week. <laughs> Sorry. Are you really editing? I've, I've heard these things every week. You're really editing them. What's up, filmmakers and moviegoers? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I finally got it in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is episode 12 of the Easy Podcast, where we talk movies and TV and nerd stuff, and uh, we're a couple of nerds ourselves. With your host, Zach Abbott. And uh, that's Eric Thurston that just introed me. So today we're talking about Bumblebee and uh, a little bit of Spider-Man into the no, Spider-Verse. No, no, I, oh, no, we, oh. I refuse. Okay, so Eric's really spicy this episode because uh, I got to see the end of the Spider-Verse before him about a week early. And you're a little bit spicy because I won the bet over what the yeah. Avengers movie Let's Let's talk about that first. Let's is. talk about that. So we had this little bet going on that, oh, I should have, I could have, I could have uh, paid in on that bet, cashed in on that bet, uh, not cashed in, I guess paid out on that bet last night when I bought you dinner, but I didn't buy you dinner. So No, no, you didn't. All right. You have to tell me where to go, where you want dinner from or No, lunch it was from. lunch. Okay, We're going to do lunch. Okay, I think so, we go to uh, Rio. Okay. So we had a bet, and the bet was that the Avengers 4 title, which if you don't want to know what the Avengers 4 title is until you're walking into the theater, just switch off now and probably don't listen to this podcast because we're going to spoil that. The Avengers 4 title is Avengers Endgame. Endgame, and, boy. Um, I thought <laughs> I thought it was going to be called Avengers Annihilation. And I was so really did everybody sure. else. Yeah, I was really sure that it would be, and... Uh, Turns out it was at one point, but then they changed it, I guess, three or four times before finally getting back to what I can only assume was the original title right. from it from the beginning. Yep. Uh, the Russo brothers, you know, they tweeted out that image a while back of yeah, the like two set months or ago. whatever it was, yeah. and it spelt out in-game in a lot of ways. Yes, um, it did. Not to mention uh, Doctor Strange says it in yep. Infinity War. So I owe you lunch. I'll pay out. Whatever. I'm a little, Sweet. I'm not salty about it at all. I'm not, <laughs> not at all. I thought I had it in the bag. I thought I had it in the bag. But it was a reliable source that, that leaked the whole Annihilation Yeah, title. it was somebody that works for the Marvel offices. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, at one point it was. So, I mean, maybe maybe I'll just pay for half your lunch. No, 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 no. That was what how it long, was going to finally, what how the long true was title that, is. That, that Not title the working reveal. title. <laughs> that title reveal at the end of the trailer was like an eon. It felt oh, like it took forever to show yeah, up. Yeah, it's hilarious. So I watched the Cosmic Wonder on YouTube. Shout out to Cosmic Wonder. And he does a lot of comic reviews and trailer reactions and is very nerd comic focused, which I appreciate. And... I was watching a reaction he did for the trailer, and it was hilarious how long it took to to unveil yeah, yeah. the end game. He goes, "Oh, it's just going to be Avengers." Like in his reaction, right. he's like, "Oh, there's no title. It's, <laughs> the ultimate troll." It is really funny because <laughs> it felt like it took forever, but then I watched the trailer like a second time, and it was it was almost instantaneous. Like it really didn't take that long. Oh, was it? But it just feels longer that first time you watch it. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't. I I. I felt that when I first watched it. I've yeah. watched it like a dozen times. Yeah. Which and let's let's talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about the trailer cuz I didn't I wasn't very impressed, but you got a little emotional. Well, of course. Like in true most interesting man fashion, it's I don't always tear up during movie trailers. <laughs> yeah. But when I do, it's because Tony Stark might be dying. So every every Marvel trailer for <laughs> every, the last four every movies. Every Avenger, yeah. 
Right. That's right. Well, I I don't know. The Infinity War trailer to me was just so like epic and unknown and you didn't know and where false. it was going and The tr- Hulk right. never ran with the crew in that tr- like you see it's the Hulkbuster, right? Yeah, he yeah. never turns into the Hulk. That's fine. I mean, there's they can no. lie to us. That's fine. I, I like being surprised going into the movie. I, I do I, too. I like getting the gist too. of what the story is about and then going into the movie and being completely surprised. So I, don't I don't like being it. lied to, though. Is it, is it, it's a white lie. <laughs> it's, it's a white lie. Or this is, this is going to be a principal podcast. Yeah, right. Anyway. Well, let's not get into that. No. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I thought the trailer was kind of um, straightforward, mm-hmm. a little to be expected, and also it didn't really show us anything we didn't already know no um i guess i guess it was mostly just um because like the characters they just showed the characters that we knew were already alive and then showing ant-man at the end is like well we knew that already yeah it was cool but the only thing we didn't well, know was we like, didn't well, know how does ant-man get out hang on right we didn't know how he got out of out of the quantum realm because so, apparently he was stuck yes so in, in the end of ant-man he's stuck in the quantum realm because everybody else turns to dust yep um so then that leads us into this nice buttery segue of the new Captain Marvel trailer. Which was awesome. Which I think looks really cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually pretty excited about it. Move I, over, Thor. You are not the most powerful yeah, in the universe yeah, anymore. Most powerful Avenger. <laughs> no, you are no longer the most powerful Avenger. It's definitely Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this movie looks awesome. I think the art direction looks really cool, which again, you have to hand it back to Guardians of the Galaxy because yep. so much of this cosmic and space stuff really just like the look and vibe of it all comes from James Gunn and then that all our direction and everything from that movie. So, um, but I'm really excited for it. I think it looks really fun and cool and, uh, I'm excited to see 1995 Samuel Jackson again. Right. You know? Yep. So, uh, I think, I think it looks pretty awesome, but speaking of the segue, so I think Ant-Man is going to be in Captain Marvel. Really? Yes. So quantum realm has like a time travel capability Right. So I think we're going to find out how Ant-Man gets out of of the quantum realm. He gets out of the quantum realm in Captain Marvel, ends up in 1995, and then they figure out how to harness that ability to go get him back to like present day, I guess you could say, or whatever, you know, date Avengers in game takes place. And then uh, my only my only thing that like doesn't totally follow through with that theory is um, if he can time travel, you know, like why would uh, Nick Fury page Captain Marvel in present day? Like right. that, wouldn't, that wouldn't really work if 1995 Captain Marvel came through the time jump. I don't know. Anyways, I think he's going to be in, in the Captain Marvel movie, though. I think. Wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think I that's, think it would be really cool. That's an exciting prediction, actually. Let's see if it happens. Yeah, that would be that'd be sweet. So, yeah, like we said at the very beginning, uh, a couple of nerds talking about movies. Wait, did I say that or did I cut that out? It was the original one, wasn't it? Nah, I didn't. I don't know, I'm but gonna, that's true. I'm going to cut this out, though, because this doesn't make any sense now. Sure it does. Anyways. You don't need to cut it out. So, you win the bet, but uh, I think I think I was the real winner. You were the real winner. Sorry. Is my clipping? Yeah. Why don't you tell me how you really feel, Eric? Well, this has been a fun run. and um, <laughs> We almost made it to the it, Unlucky 13. It's the Z podcast now. Yeah. E is do- he's deuces. Yep. He's out. He's history. Like, are you kidding me? Really? Sorry, buddy. He got this. Like, Spider-Man was evading me, and not just getting to see the, the, the pre-screening right. of Into the Spider-Verse. The new Far From Home trailer was also evading me. Yeah. And apparently a bunch of people in Brazil got to watch it. 
Oh gosh, you know, forgive and, another and country for seeing something no, before us. I'm totally fine with Brazil seeing it first, but apparently they don't know how to leak stuff on the internet. I just don't know why you want to watch that for the first time on your cell phone with crappy cell phone footage. I watched the leaked version of Avengers well, when, when Infinity War was leaked from Comic-Con last year. Yeah, I, kn- I know you did that, but it was funny because it was it was 6 a.m. I woke up at 6 a.m. on Friday, saw the Avengers in-game trailer came out. I got out of bed, turned on my surround sound system mm-hmm. on my big screen, and then played it because that's how I want to see it for the first yes. time. Yeah. I don't know how you do this. like Because I'm going to watch it a bajillion times before the I don't know. I'm, I, I love that first experience of having yeah. the full, well, I guess it's not really a full experience. I'm not seeing it in a theater, but... Still, just a big experience. Right. So I did that. I I was up late the night before. I first got the text from you saying, yeah. you want, <laughs> you guess, win. I guess I owe you lunch. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I immediately wrote, jumped to my feet and I ran to the computer where I have my, mon- my yeah. studio monitor set up. Turned on the big, the widescreen with the studio monster. Monsters. The monsters. Mon- <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't even talk. Um, and yeah, it was, I had watched it probably four times before my wife goes, is that the new Avengers trailer? And I said, yes. And then she went, shut it off. I'm trying to sleep. Right. She's like, that's enough. You've seen it enough. <laughs> <laughs> one more, one more. All right. Man, yeah. Um, so just, no, I'm not bitter. I hate you. I mean, I I don't. Re- okay, maybe a little bit this week. All right, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, let's talk about it because I got to see it. Um, I'm going to talk about it just briefly. Next week, we'll actually have a full episode on it. Shaking my because head. it's worth a full episode. <laughs> yeah. So I got in. I got into an advanced screening. I'm going to put my fingers in my ears. Of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Do this. La, 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 yeah. la. Keep talking. La, uh-huh. la, la, Yeah, this doesn't help la, the podcast. La, this is a terrible la, podcast. La, la. <laughs> terrible podcast. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> um, n- yeah, I got to see it. It's it's awesome. The art style, the the character animations, the, the voice acting. Man, it's a freaking home run of a movie. It's so cool. It's so good. It's so unique. Even kind of like the story structure is pretty original in a lot of ways. So yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. It's it's definitely one of my top movies of the year. So Of the year. Of the year. It's definitely a, one of my favorites of 2018. It's better than any other animated movie I've seen this wow. year for sure. Yeah, it's so better than sitting, So two. sitting through two hours of Venom was worth the five-minute yeah, let's talk about trailer. that. <laughs> so we went to see Venom, and it was... Th- I made you go see Venom. Yeah, Venom was the worst movie I've seen this year. Yeah. and No, that's I'm sorry. Uh, that's a Christmas Chronicles movie. Oh, which... That's the worst one. I actually watched the whole thing after you poo-pooed it. It's pretty bad, isn't it? Um, it wasn't as bad as you oh, made it out to maybe me. Maybe I'm just being really, really you know hard on it, but... You had to finish it to get the whole picture that was the thing i just i thought the acting was terrible i thought the kid actors were were not solid and it didn't it, it wasn't enough to carry me through it true and true. you know it, i could have easily turned it off the only why reason why i pushed through is because my 12 year old daughter was watching. and that but that's the demographic too right. and that's fine so i'm i can totally chalk that up to you know i'm i'm of a mindset where i've seen great actors i've seen great kid actors especially over the last couple of years with the stranger Correct. things kids yeah. and yeah. the it kids and it's hard now for me to sit back and then just let a kid actor and just use the excuse of oh he's just a kid actor 
Like, right. Uh, that, that, that's not an excuse anymore right. for me. It is. So it, it really takes isn't. me out of it. And, and mm-hmm. again, I'm not the demographic for it. So yeah, I probably poo pooed on it a little, little too hard, but it, but I, I agree wholeheartedly that it wasn't what it could be. Yeah. Like it could have been so much more. And I think it was, there are elements that w- it was disjointed. There are elements that were hard to follow. If you're a 12 year old, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not 12 and it was and it, some of it was just kind of like, where are you going with this? Sure. Kind of left me in this. And the only reason why I stuck with it w- again, because my 12 year old was sitting there right. watching it and it was Christmas. Themed and tis the season for that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're going to have uh, not next week, but the week after. So, two episodes from now will be our Christmas episode. Yes. And we're going to talk about our favorite Christmas movies. We're going to argue about what is the best Christmas movie. It'll be another spicy episode. Yep. But Into the Spider Verse, um, guys, this comes out uh, th- this week as you're listening to this. If you're listening to this, uh, December 2018, uh, the week that it comes out, it go see this movie. It's gonna yeah. make millions of dollars. Well, and we'll talk about it in detail. And we will talk about week. it next week in more detail after Eric sees it. But this movie is awesome. It's great. It's original. Um, so unique. Such awesome storytelling. Um, it's funny. Okay, my I have one qualm with it just from the trailer. So I'm not spoiling anything. Okay. And if anybody's a Simpsons fan, oh. they know that the pig was referred to as Spider Pig. Yes, but Spider Pig in The Simpsons isn't a real I'm character. I'm teeing you up for the, the... the You want Spider Pig? Spider, is that what you're saying? Yeah, in, you want in, me to in sing? the Homer voice. Oh, I'm not going to do it in the Homer <laughs> you voice. You just did it in the car last no, night. I'm it was gonna classic. I'm not going to do it in the Homer voice. <laughs> uh, spider Pig. No, I can't even do it now. Now that I'm on like... No. Now you're on the spot. Now that I'm on the spot, I can't do a Homer and, voice. And his name's not Spider Pig in this movie. No, it's Spider Ham. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. And there's a really great gag in it that if you're not paying attention, you'll kind of miss it. Uh-huh. Um, that I had to point out to my wife, but because it's, no, it's, it's so quick. No spoilers. But I'm not going to spoil it. Thank but you. But if you... If you you see it, you'll 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 get a pretty good chuckle out of it. Nice, um, or you won't. So what's his what's his um, his? Oh gosh, what's the name for his alter ego? What's his alter ego name? Uh, uh, Peter Porker. <laughs> Peter Porker. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny. I like that. Yeah. His, I don't. His, well, Spider Man's I guess his alter ego. Right. But yeah, his uh, his real name is Peter Porker. Is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but the cast is great. Um. Gosh, yeah, I just yeah, go see this, go see this, and we'll talk about it next week. I don't, I don't want to get any more right, of it. Right, it's Fair too enough. good. It's too good. So, um, speaking of uh, doing Homer Simpson's voices in the car last night, we were uh, we were coming back home from seeing Bumblebee, which yes, is the movie that we're going to talk about this week, which releases in two weeks. Yeah, it's two weeks, so it was cool to come and see this early, really early. Yeah, two early movies for you in the same day. I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry, you don't for the look podcast. Sorry. You don't sound or look. You know, if There's you, if no you really took this podcast seriously, you would have quit your job and been at that Spider Verse screening. If you took it, if you took this podcast seriously, I take this podcast very seriously. Not serious enough. Well, the, the pod, <laughs> my wife would not appreciate <laughs> Fine. me not paying the All bills. Right. <laughs> All right, point taken. Until podcast, until said podcast pays said bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, heard. I'll have to uh I'll have to miss those Saturday afternoon screenings. Yeah. This was um you want to just get into it? 
Okay. Let's spoiler spoiler free though because we are two weeks free, out. Spoil spoiler free. The yeah. entire top to bottom has to be spoiler free. Um so if you've seen the trailer, yep. And if you've visited the IMDb page, does the IMDb page is that considered spoiler free? Um, I don't think so because I think like um, in I think it was one of the Transformers movies that actually spoiled like who Leonard Nimoy was in it. So in in one of the trans like the third one or, or fall I can't remember which one, but I don't know if everything in IMDb I would be I would consider spoiler free. You have to kind of search it out, but I don't know. I guess it depends on what you're talking about. I get, here, tell me what it is, and if I think it's spoiler free, there will be a nice little pause here where you can tell mm-hmm. that I cut it out, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, well, the movie takes place in 1987. Yeah. So for me, that's the year I graduated high school. So I'm giving away my age a little bit. Again. Again. Yeah. Um, we know you're old. <laughs> so that was a flat, it was a flashback to, to high school for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my senior year particularly, which was pretty awesome in, from a musical standpoint. See, I don't know if I, like, I want to get into the music. No, I, I think, I think that's fine. Yeah, I think that's nobody's going mean, to be upset if, no, I, if I give away some of what, the music stuff is in the trailer and it's in eighties. Nostalgia is so huge right now. Yeah. Just going to this, expecting a bunch of eighties songs to, to hit you pretty hard. Okay. And they did a fantastic job of, on all the details on what you would experience in 1987, down to the cars that were being driven, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the family, the people involved. Yeah, I was actually really like, happy to see like them driving a beat up old station wagon, yes. which is pretty, you know, um, accurate to that mm-hmm. time frame, yep. and not like. You know, they all had BMWs or something. No, you know, no. But there were some of those. There was, and, there was one. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get yeah, into no. that. Um, but I mean, just the the way. And apparently, Travis Knight grew up in that time. Mm-hmm. So he Travis Knight's the director, and he yeah. played with the original Transformers and watched the original cartoons growing up. As did I. Um, but this, so I initially wasn't going to go see this. Yeah. I was so disenchanted with the Transformers franchise. I think the first one was good. I liked it. It was entertaining. It brought the story to life. Mm-hmm. Um, there it, was prob- it wasn't really much like anything else at the it, time. No. And I mean, there was probably a gratuitous amount of eye candy, which, okay. Yeah, it's I pretty mean, common with Michael Bay. And and fair enough. That's what I expected from one of his films. Mm-hmm. Um, but as that continued, it was just more of the same. Right. And just metal it, smashing it was, metal. And it and was tired. Noises. And yeah. I was, I'm like, there's like, I've got better things to do with yeah. my time than, right. than watch another Transformers movie. You talked me into it. And right, I, I mean, we're talking right out of the gate. Oh, I, immediately. I just, there's probably five or six different songs yeah. from that era that just brought back the nostalgia almost instantly. Yeah. And I was 100% in. But I think also the art direction that they took with the Transformers was also a win. They simplified it and it it, it wasn't it was more true to what I felt right. was the authentic experience. Yeah, they referred to him as Gen 1. So yeah. at the end of the screening, I don't know if this will be at every screening, but the end of the screening. This isn't a spoiler either. Um, the end of the screening, they had a uh, like a behind the scenes video that they played. I'm sure it'll be online. Um, yeah. It seemed very much like it would be aimed at online audiences. So, and uh, they talked a lot about the um, art direction and design of the Transformers that they wanted to go with, and they said they wanted to keep you know 
each transformer had a very distinct silhouette. Yep. Each, each transformer um, was not quite as detailed as maybe some of the um, the first movies. A distinct color scheme. Yeah, distinct color schemes. And uh, I just knocked that out of the park. Yeah. I think that was the that was one of the main reasons that I was drawn into this movie that brought me back over the, you know, the the bad taste in my mouth from the Michael Bay ones was the art direction and art style of the Transformers. It felt like the toys that I grew up playing with. Absolutely. And uh it man, it shows in the movie too. You can you can understand what's happening, you can see yep. the action and you can tell who's who. Mm-hmm. And um I <laughs> The opening scene, I'll save for the spoiler section because I think I think it might be kind of a spoiler, even though it's the very first thing you see. But it's um, it's so awesome, <laughs> uh, like I it, it's worth the price of the admission just for the opening like five minutes of the movie. I really think so. Um, just keep that in mind if you haven't seen it yet. But yeah, I think they did really great with the art direction and even like the details of um, like Haley uh, Haley Steinfeld, mm-hmm. uh, her parent, like the parents' house, the house that she lived in. It felt very realistic and Absolutely. of that period. Absolutely, yeah, and and also it felt it felt very uh, realistic to like the jobs that they had. So mm-hmm. her mom's like a nurse, and then her um, stepdad. stepdad, I guess, or yeah. whatever he is. Um, he doesn't have a job. He was working on it. He was working on it, right? <laughs> but uh, and this is in the first like ten minutes of the movie, so I'm not spoiling anything. But uh, I think it was, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with just a lot of like the little normal details that I expect to be correct in, you know, a Scorsese movie or a, you know just a drama movie that has more time to focus on that, not so much an action movie. Usually, I don't care, right? Um, but it just a lot of that stuff really helped bring it in. Like she's she's riding around in a crappy old scooter, yeah. you know, and all this stuff. And I thought it was really great. Yeah. And so. it was one of the pet. I and even to that, I was appreciative that it was like these pedal mopeds yeah. that were a thing. <laughs> yeah, right. They were a thing back then. Yeah, I had pedal to get them started. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then mm-hmm. go for it. But yeah, man, I uh, and the I'm, acting was was now there's some tongue in cheek yeah. and some cheese what you would expect. But that being said, the the acting, I mean, Haley was so believable. I mean, she just drew you in. Yeah, she was from, really great from, in this. from the emotional aspect. Even oh, I forget what the actor's name. Uh, the buddy, the, her, the, her neighbor, or whatever. The, yeah, the the wannabe boyfriend. Yeah, I can't, I can't like think he, of his name either, but yeah. Um, he did an amazing job. I really well. liked that character. I thought that character might be like annoying, but they it really switches around once they kind of get into it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed. I think for the most part, most of the acting was pretty good. I. I I have a hard time dealing with um, her Haley's mom actress that's in this because she was in a show. Um, oh, Pamela and Adlon, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. she was in a show that I watched a couple seasons of um, called Californication. Oh, right, and obnoxiously annoying in that show. So it was hard for me to like separate her every time I saw her. It's like, gosh, I'm, I I just hate your character <laughs> in a show that I've already seen before. So it was hard for me to like not. Just you know, just to be okay with her on screen in this, but for the most part, yeah, everybody is is pretty solid in this. Um, I think Jorge Led Ledenborg Junior. Junior. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's Jorge is the is the, the wannabe yeah, boyfriend the protagonist the, the, number two or whatever nerdy, you want to say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's really great. They're they're this movie's pretty funny too, and it's not in a gosh. The one thing I hated about the Michael Bay movies was the like the potty humor. Yeah, I, it's just not my style. I don't right. care for it. Right. Um, it didn't. There wasn't a whole lot of that in this. Nope. 
And then there's actually a couple of moments that um, I was like shocked and then kind of grossed out, which I'll get into in spoilers when some stuff happens, but not in like a, uh, like a, like a funny gross out type of a way. Like it was actually like horror movie gross out. Really? Yeah. Um, I'll get into it in a little bit, but I think I'm going to stick around till this. Oh man, look at this guy <laughs> hanging out for his own podcast. Um, yeah, I think this is probably the best transformers movie since the first one, even though some people might say that the first one still is terrible and they're right. Mostly. If I'm going to compare the first one to this one, I'm, I'm going with this one a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think this one's better Yep, in a lot of ways. Um, the cheese is there. And I think it actually kind of works, though. But it's not out of place. Yeah. It yeah. feels almost like it is trying to be that kind of a movie and not like it's a serious movie trying to be too serious. It yeah. feels like a it feels like a Transformers toy movie, and which is not, what it and is. And not trying to take itself yes. too serious. Yes. Where the Michael Bay ones were like, they were trying to be, you know, saving Private Ryan with robots. Right. But then they didn't have a very good script to start with. Right. Um, this movie is like, look, we know we're an eighties movie and we're going to throw it back to the, 80s. I mean, it feels, it feels like a commando or, you know, uh, Rambo three or something kind of mm-hmm. with robots, right. You know, very tongue in cheek in a well, lot of ways. John, John Cena John adds Cena, to yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Which I wasn't sure how to think of him when I saw him in the trailers. It's like, he's either going to be, you know, really good dramatic actor or he's going to be awful and i think the direction that they went with the movie though his i don't know if it's a spoiler or not like the way like talking about his acting is that would you consider that a spoiler well it depends on how specific you i guess i won't get super specific but his his delivery on a lot of the scenes and a lot of the like the the you know stuff that he says from the script like his a lot of his script is very 80s (laughs) it's very Mm -hmm. 80s you know um uh, government yes (laughs) totally it really was it totally is yeah so but i liked that it It, was great it 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 felt like it worked in that movie because that movie was built like that the whole the whole thing feels like it yeah. yeah right yep so it was a lot of it was just a really big felt like a big homage to just 80s action with mm-hmm. what i think is is probably the best cgi like i've maybe ever seen especially for transformers movies wow the stuff that i was looking at um that was really like drawing me in was just the stuff of like bumblebee outside talking to haley's character and uh which she's char she's called charlie in this as i should say the, the right. character charlie so watts, charlie watts. But uh, like they're outside on the beach and it's just like the way that his the sun is hitting all the metal and everything. And they're like who like I think it was ILM did the majority of the CG for it. They just nailed it. There's so many moments where he's like in the house where it just it looks incredibly photorealistic Um, more so than like the previous ones. Like there's always a little bit of a CGI ness to these movies, especially. But then also just, you know, movies in general. But there was something about this movie. I don't know what it was, but it, it looked so good. All the CGI for Bumblebee and everything. And I think a lot of that might have to do with that. There wasn't just an obnoxious amount of detail in each of the Transformers. So that that behind the scenes preview that we saw at the end of the film, they actually said that they they stripped back like you know metal detail and like adding little you know doodads and trinkets and stuff to the original designs. Like they they really went back to the basics and said you know we're going to give them big paneling and we're going to give them less you know um, metal pieces and stuff in and their face gears and gears and, and yep. cogs and mm-hmm. yeah, all this stuff and. 
I think it benefited greatly. Um, and then also, you know, it's a pretty limited in scope, I guess, Transformers movie, a lot more intimate for sure. Um, so you don't have, you know, a dozen Transformers battling each other throughout the whole movie or even, you know, 20 or 30 of them. So it probably gave them a lot better um, budget and more time to focus on just those specific ones that are in the movie and that allowed them to look even better. But yes, yeah, some of the light refracting and everything on Bumblebee, especially, man, it just looked great. I thought a lot of just shadows and everything. Um, it looks, it looks killer. So it absolutely does. Absolutely. I mean, and it all works together. And I think, you know, as, as filmmakers, we talk a lot about the different elements that, that are going into that. You know, we talk about the art direction. We're talking about the scene selection. We're talking about blocking. We're, we're talking about the acting, the story, the plot lines, and how it all works together to support the story. Um, and I think all the elements that have been brought together, Travis Knight just crushes it mm-hmm. on this. And, and like, really, for me, redeemed Transformers. Oh, totally. totally. So not nothing against Michael Bay. I appreciate what he does in the lane that he's in. Um, but there, there's just more for this particular. For me personally, there was it was just more substantial, mm-hmm. a, a, a truer, more authentic feel. Yeah, there's it. more meat on the bone. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I think Travis Knight, who um, he did Kubo and the Two Strings before. I think that was really his only. I mean, I guess you could call that live action because it's technically stop motion, right? Um, but that was his. This is his first like full on live action movie, and I think just with the the amount of CG and even you know maybe miniatures, I was thinking like I haven't seen any behind the scenes stuff, but. There's some stuff where it feels like they used real animatronics and real CGI, and I think that might have a lot to do with why certain scenes looked so good, especially with like light refracting, refracting, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, refraction, sorry. And um, like, there's the scene with Bumblebee in the house, which is in the trailer, and he's bumping into stuff. It looks like he's in that house. And then there's a bunch of scenes where um, Haley is it Haley Atwood or Haley uh, 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 Seidfeld? Seidfeld? Hang on. <laughs> Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. Um, where she's like touching his face or his hands and stuff. I, I if it's CGI, it's incredible. Oh, that was amazing. You like it totally felt like Yeah. That was the like the it interaction. It had to have been animatronic. <clears throat> because some of the okay, one I'm gonna throw Infinity War under the bus for a second. Go for it. The opening scene where Thanos is decimating Thor's ship. Yeah. And grabs Thor by his armor. Yes. And then Thor kind of grabs his hand. Yeah. It is it's a, a little, miss. Yeah, it's a little disjointed. It's a miss. Yeah. You can totally tell he's not grabbing anything. Right. And they CGI'd it in. Yeah. And for a movie of that scale, I'm like, mm. yeah. that tweet, I was like, er. there's, but there's I was, another There's another one of those scenes where, where he grabs Gamora's hand to throw her off, and it's the same thing. Yeah. She, she doesn't look, yeah, right. So to your point... None of that, and there's a lot of interaction with Bumblebee and Haley's character and um, Charlie, where you know she's touching his face and he's touching her hand, and then he's brushing off her hair. Yeah, the part in the trailer. Yeah, like no, I'm good. And he keep and it's like wow. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, it was if that's CGI. Yeah. Amazing. I feel like there had to be some animatronics the detail, in this. Detail. Yeah. yeah. It's 
it's so well done. And I really appreciated that each Transformer didn't have even Autobots and, and Decepticons both. Like they didn't have too much going on with them. You know, you could you could really tell facial expressions with each one and when they were talking and um the the transforming in this is sorry. And the transforming in this is <laughs> awesome. Eric just got a phone call. But um yeah, I think this is this is be- definitely the best Transformers movie. It's probably the one that a lot of people have been been wanting since they announced that they were going to start doing these movies 20 years ago. Right. And, and if you've been in, like me, disenchanted with the franchise, like yawn, tired, yeah. okay, eye candy, action, explosions everywhere, no substance. This is not that. Yes. So, uh, this comes highly recommended. Go see it. It's it's not a disappointment in any way. No, it's it's really good. Um, it's, you know, it's not one of my favorites of the year, but it was definitely not a disappointment. You know, I had a lot of fun with it, and I think I think there's a lot of big technical achievements in it that I think will probably go unnoticed by the normal person. But um, I was very impressed with a lot of it. So um, I would say go check it out in a couple of weeks, um, whenever it's finally in your in the theater near you. So yep. go check it out. Now we're going to get into spoilers, though. Okay. So warning, spoilers for Bumblebee 2018. Spoiler alert. (laughs) With the, like, uh, vocoder your voice sometime and do that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, We got some around here. I know, I saw that, yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so spoilers for Bumblebee. Uh, I want to talk about the opening scene because it blew my mind. Your patience, however, is what's blowing my mind. Well, I had to. I had to wait because mm -hmm. I think it's a big spoiler, honestly. So the the movie opens with a um, a war, a giant battle on Cybertron. Mm-hmm. Um, with I mean, everybody's there: Optimus and uh, Starscream, and I mean, just every. I mean, there's there's uh, a anabo- Anna uh, anamorphics. Mm, no, yeah. what's the um, animal Transformers called? I can't remember, but um, I mean, it's 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 so incredible. <laughs> like it looks amazing Mm -hmm. it looked and this is why i was talking about animatronics and miniatures earlier was it looks like miniatures the the stuff looks real the buildings that are falling down look real and i know the whole thing is probably 100 percent cgi but it is it is the best cgi i've ever seen um i don't know why and i think a lot of it probably had to do with like um I mean, I know it's all digital, so it's not real lenses, but it had to probably do with the lens choices, the lens selections that they made for focal lengths. It did something right. with something with the depth of field and the way that they chose the lenses for this for this battle and stuff. It just it I don't know why, man. It just brought me in immediately, and I was so just ear to ear, smiling and excited because it looked so good. But uh, all that to be said, it's only like five minutes, so I was a little bummed. I wanted yeah. I wanted like a it, whole movie in that. Yeah. Um, Which maybe a prequel. Maybe I mean that I, would be cool. It would be so expensive. I mean that scene alone was probably half their budget. Probably it was, but it. Oh my gosh! Like I know I'm I'm really I'm really building it up here, but. I don't know why I was just so impressed with it. It looked great. I know I'm nerding out right now. Absolutely. But it was, you know, again, character designs were solid. You could, you know, people were, or uh, sorry, not people, but Transformers were very distinct. Certain things were happening, shot selections and focal lengths and just character interactions and hearing Bumblebee's voice for the first time. Well, not first time, but the first time I can remember, I don't really remember what his voice actually sounded like. If there was any, um, you know, previews or, or not previews, but flashbacks in the other movies or not, but man, just, 
so good. Like mm-hmm. it's such a cool scene. Um, it makes me think of, um, so there, there's the Terminator movie, Terminator Salvation with Kristen Bale. Yep. Uh, terrible movie. But it has this one scene in it that makes your admission price totally worth it where it's all one take through like a helicopter crash. Right. And it's incredible. Yep. This is that scene for me where if the rest of this movie sucked, I wouldn't have cared because this this scene, this opening scene is so cool. It's so well done. I want to know how they did it. I want to talk to Travis Knight and just be like, look, I don't know what you did, but it looks great. So, Travis, we'd love to have you on yeah. and have a discussion. Gosh, just tell me. We'll work around your schedule. It, it, tell me everything. Tell yeah. me every detail that you can. Get me your. Get me the the lead director on the CGI. I, I just I want to know. Is it this? It looks so cool. It's so cool looking. It's it looked like your your Transformers toys coming to life. Yeah, it and was you had so a cool, big man. plate of dessert right before the oh. before your main course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I was so impressed with it. I keep saying that, but man, I just I really liked it. Um, and I think, gosh, yeah, do a whole movie on that. That would be amazing. Do a whole Cybertron movie. Get, yep. get rid of the human element just for one yep. movie. Just yep. We don't need it for every movie. Or give me, I don't know, give me a short. Give me an hour long or 45 minutes something. I don't care. No, like, let's take a page out of Marvel's handbook yeah. and, and let's do just some, do it. let's spend some time keep it, keep, Still keep it small if you want to. Keep it small. Like this movie, um, since we're in spoilers, there's only three Transformers in the whole movie, basically. Um, you know, aside from the opening scene where there's a bunch, but, um, the movie basically consists of Bumblebee and two Decepticons and that's it. And I really liked it. I really liked how it was a smaller scale. Do that. Have a big opening scene or have a big ending scene, but keep it all on Cybertron. Keep it all with just Transformers. Man, it was cool. Yeah. Like how did the war happen? Like Right. What, yeah. What? How did it start? You know, where did it all? I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's explained in some of the Transformers movies. Maybe the last two, but I gave up. I stopped caring. So yeah, I don't, it, it, even if they did, it wasn't shot like this. It doesn't stick. It yeah. didn't didn't stick if if it was. I just want this this the way that this was shot in a full feature length film. Um, it would cost you know five hundred million dollars probably, but it it looked so good. Um, a little bit of like a tilt shift look to some of it, you know, where it just really mm-hmm. looked like real. Yep sets and miniatures and real robots and it was awesome so yeah yeah that that hands down is worth the admission price i think it's just that opening scene alone yeah and travis travis took a page out of john hughes's playbook with with i think the use of pop culture and music yeah because you know like i mentioned earlier the detail in everything that that was going on during that time and living it, you know, in mid city LA. Yeah. It, and just that, that whole experience. And with the music selection, with the use, I mean, they did use the title song from Breakfast Club. Right. And Breakfast was, Club. Yeah. And yeah, it, yeah. Bre- yeah. So which, which, okay. I, I totally yeah. nerded out. I'm like, yeah. And so, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, we're in spoilers. We're, we're spoil. Okay. Yeah. Bumblebee fist pumps like Judd Nelson's character. Yeah, in Breakfast Club from Breakfast Club at the end at the end scene where he's walking across the field and he totally's given the the (laughs) pump fist in the air. And and Bumblebee does that to John Cena's character yeah. when John Cena's saying "Soldier, good work" or whatever. So it, that scene was, was so like, funny yes! because 
it seems so funny because I was like, oh, please don't salute him. Please don't salute him. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, hey, soldier. And then he does it. And I'm like, oh, no. But then it totally redeems the moment by yeah. him doing the Judd Nelson like fist pump. Awesome. I was like, oh, it's yeah. awesome. That's- John Bender at his finest. Yeah, Bumblebee. that was really funny. Thank you, Bumblebee, for your nod to John Bender. There's a lot of that stuff. I mean, I think even like the the selection of having it all in um, San Francisco helped yep. the vibe too. Yep, that was cool. Um, and and putting it in summer that always helps. Mm-hmm. You always get that. Um, I don't know. 80s always feels like that in the summer. You always get, like or all 80s movies kind of feel like they're in the summer. Yeah, it's you know, funny when stuff's going on. Um, you know, less than zero. We talked about that takes right. place in the summer, even though yep. it's a post high school movie right it's still you know 80s young adult this summer after high school right. basically yeah right so yep. I, yeah i mean uh, obviously breakfast club takes takes place during school because they're in detention right but um saturday school i suppose but and it had to have been it had to have been either early fall or late spring because it took it's in Shermer, illinois which was the the high school right and Shermer High and in Illinois during the winter is going to be snow everywhere and nobody's oh, sure. and nobody's in school in the summer. Yeah, you're right. So, but it still has that. Well, he's got like the big coat spring. on, so it's probably like early fall. Yeah, probably early fall. Yeah, because yeah. he has the coat on when he's walking across the field. Yeah, but he, I mean, he, I would imagine he's probably, probably wearing yeah, that coat in the, in the summertime yeah, you're too. Right. 80s, I mean, was, a, kind of 80s a, was a time, man. Yeah. <laughs> It was a vibe. It was, yeah. you know, it was, the it was a way of life. Attitude. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. Well, but yeah. So, for like, like I said, just the music, the use of the music, and all those songs were the huge hits. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe s- except for the Smiths. Well, so I was going to say there was actually a little bit of it that I, would, I enjoyed being a little more um, like if you were in the eighties and you were a yes. music person, you would have gotten it. Which, but it wasn't like radio hits. No, not all of them. I mean, not huge. They're, right, about half of them were. Right, it half was, of it was them half were at half. that time. The other half, but the Smith but it, stuff, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool that and they then, brought that in. Yeah. And then the tape spitting out scene yeah. was right. amazing. He yeah, spits out Rick good. Astley. For first, he spits out the Smiths' girlfriend in a coma. Right. <laughs> yeah, which she's like, this is a brand new one. Yeah. It just came out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tape goes flying yeah. across. Yeah, it was just. It was great. It was really Lo- good. Loved it. I mean, so the music. I mean, so there's a huge spoonful of nostalgia for yeah, me. Yeah, it is. It is 80s. The movie. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I think it works. Yes. I think it works in a lot of the ways that the good 80s nostalgia movies lately yeah. have worked. You know, it and Stranger Things and. Um, so if you're this, 42 so. and up, this is probably gonna. You're just gonna love it. Just yeah. For or that if you aspect. just love the 80s, like yeah. I do, because I mean, I'm only 30, so I was yeah. I was barely in the 80s. But I that was that was the generation of movies and stuff that I grew up on. Yeah. Um, so I yeah there, I'm I'm basically an '80s kid by heart. So that's why this podcast works. I think so. <laughs> I think it does. Um, any other spoilers you want to talk about? Oh oh wait 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 oh, wait I said something horrified me. Yes. What okay. was that? When when the Transformers liquefy <laughs> the people. <laughs> That I, that hasn't been in any other Transformers movie. No, and they make a pop. Yeah, they pop, <laughs> and, they just, and then they turn into like a weird mercury, watery liquid. Yeah, 
oh, the first it time it happened. It was very watery. And then I thought, yeah. oh, we are made up of we, 70%, 70% water. Yeah, so it so made that sense. Makes sense. But it was the first, it, when it happens for the first time, it's so shocking because you're not expecting it. Right. And like these movies aren't known for being overly gory. And it's not really a gore thing, but yeah. it's still it's still gross to think about a human being turning into just water and splatting yeah, the, everywhere. The two things that came to mind was Men in Black. Yes. <laughs> Men in Black yes. came to mind at that moment. And then um, uh, when, oh gosh, the, the antagonist from the first uh, Ant-Man movie, when he's stealing Pym's tech and then he zaps the guy in the oh, bathroom. Oh, right, yeah. And he becomes this little blob yep. on the floor. Oh yeah, and then he like and he steps on him and or whatever. wipes him up and yeah. flushes him or something That's like what it, that. Oh yeah, Ugh. those were the two things that came to mind when the yep. liquefy thing happened. Oh man, but anyways, it was. <laughs> I remember watching it and like the first time it happened and like both my wife and I looked at each other was just like this disgusted look and like, Oh geez. That didn't hit me that way. <laughs> That's so funny. It didn't hit me that way at all. I don't know. Maybe it was because it, it was just kind of watery and it was kind of humorous to, to some degree because uh, I forget which uh, Decepticon, what his name was. Yeah. But he goes there. They make kind of a popping sound. <laughs> yeah. And, and I it think went, that made it worse. <laughs> I know, but it made it worse. Cause then I thought, Oh gosh, just thinking of like a human person just being, you know, liquefied and making just us making a popping sound as we go. Like, Oh, it just, it really got me. I don't know. Yeah. Was that it? <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Man, I think, um, is is it a great movie? No. Is it a perfect movie? Definitely not. But it's a lot of fun. I think it's definitely 80s nostalgia highway. Yeah. yeah. Um, John Cena, I think, is surprisingly fun in it because he is playing that, like, um, stereotypical 80s Get to the government bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's putting on his best Arnold yeah. impersonation without the accent. No. I mean, he, he does a great John Cena, which yeah. I think was perfect. Yeah. It was it was perfect for that role. He's very much 80s military guy. So, I, but, so yeah. casting? I think well the casting was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's so much of the Transformers series that's just been boring. I didn't think anything would kind of make me excited for it anymore. And... Um, you know, there, there's been a few things with the Michael Bay ones where I thought it was just another really awesome technical thing. You know, the first yep. one obviously was just an incredible leap in, in computer animation. And then, um, even I think the second or the third one, you know, um, it, it was really, it had a lot of 3d elements in it, which at the time, yep. n- you know, not a lot of people were shooting, actually shooting 3d. Um, that was the big wave of 3d still, you know, what was that eight years ago? And, um, you know, they, they strapped red, two red cameras to skydivers' heads and threw them out an actual plane. Like, there was a lot of stuff in it that I thought was just incredible. Um, even if the movies weren't great, but then it just became just a copy-paste of noise and, 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 and explosions that I just couldn't follow anymore and was so bored with. I didn't think I'd be able to come back to this series, but bringing in a totally different director and a different story and, and hiring, hiring a director that has experience in a totally different area of filmmaking, I think was a great choice by Paramount. Yep. hundred percent. So I, I would recommend this movie. Um, it's coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, so go and check it out. I mean, it's, it's definitely worth the price of admission. Um, if you like Transformers, um, the, if you like the Transformers movies, I think you'll like it. If you like the Transformers toys and hate the Transformers movies, I think you'll probably like it. I think you're going to like it. Yeah. If, it's it like feels you more said, like it 
should. It's it's not the 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 greatest cinematic achievement ever. Mm-hmm. However, for you know what a movie is, is to provide entertainment and and to do that well. And I think it does that well. Yeah, I think it, I think it succeeds as a popcorn flick um, that has some heart to it that isn't just totally yeah. mindless. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it a lot. I had a lot of fun. Um, as, again, that opening scene it was totally worth the price of admission. So um, I can't wait to just play that on loop whenever mm-hmm. it comes out on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody will finally put it on there. But man, just really cool. So I, yeah, guys, I would recommend checking it out. Would you? A hundred percent. Cool. All right. Yep. So that's Bumblebee, guys. Go and check it out. Um, next week, this is a short episode. Yeah, because uh, you know what's happening next. You're taking me to lunch. I am. <laughs> I'm taking him to lunch because I lost a bet. End game. Yeah. All right. Well, next week, guys, we're going to talk about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I've already seen. Eric hasn't. Haha. And um, <sighs> that's about it. So anything you want to say, Eric? No. Bye. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, guys, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at The Easy Podcast. We are on YouTube at The Easy Podcast Show. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram as at Zach Abbott's, and Eric is... Uh, at Eric Thurston. Yes. On Instagram and Twitter. Uh, guys, tweet at us. Email us at uh, theeasypodcastshow at gmail.com. Give us some questions, maybe some topics you want to talk about. A couple weeks we're going to be talking about Christmas episodes, so maybe tweet at us or email us or Instagram post at us uh, what your favorite Christmas movies are and see if we like them as well. And then... Uh, smiling. Smiling's my favorite. Smiling is his favorite because uh, Elf is his favorite. And uh, the age-old question is, Die Hard, a Christmas movie or not? We will answer that in two weeks. So uh, until then, we'll see you guys. Bye.